How do I deal with a coworker that really gets under my skin? How do I handle when my colleague is extremely toxic at work? Today I'm going to be talking about some strategies you can use to deal with any type of toxic person that you're encountering in a work environment. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Career Path Angel Show, where we talk all about career, business, positive mindset, self-development, and many other fun and exciting topics with one goal in mind, to help new working professionals to fast-track their careers in the corporate world. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive right in. Here is your host, Angel Mary. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Career Path Angel Show. I'm your host, Angel Mary. Today, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic that I know everybody has to deal with one time or another when they're in a work environment. We're talking about toxic people. Yes, it happens often where we come across someone and we just don't know how to deal with them. They just get underneath our skin. They make us feel really stressed out. And often it makes us feel so depressed when we're trying to maintain professionalism, but the person that we're dealing with just doesn't know how to be professional. But before I get into that, I'd really like it if you could just go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I would really appreciate it so that you don't miss any of the episodes coming up as we discuss many different topics relating to career and business. In the very first episode, the pilot episode of Career Path Angel, I was actually discussing my change that I made when I was moving from Miami up to New York. And one of the reasons for that change at that time was because I had to deal with a very toxic boss. And there's really no way to put this nicely, but the guy was really a jerk. He just did not know how to manage people in a way that would motivate them. He was extremely demanding, but his demands were not a productive type of demand. It was the kind of demand where you just did not have enough time to complete the work that was put in front of you. I mean, it was humanly impossible to complete all of the work. And for me, when I first started that particular role, I was really excited about the work. And the problem that happens to many people, like it happened to me, was balancing how to manage the love of the work with the toxicity that comes from the individual you're working with. In my story, looking back, it was pretty clear that I was dealing with somebody who did not have real respect for me as an individual. And that's the first place where the divisions start occurring between you and the toxic person. That's where you start really feeling it. And I I knew that there was a lack of respect for me in the position because of my age. I was really young. I was just 21 when I was working in this role. I was one of the first jobs right out of college. And being that I was much younger than my colleagues in the role, and I'm going to tell you my colleagues were in their late 50s, early 60s. So they were just about at retirement age. I saw a type of 
ageist favoritism happening. Because my boss, he was about the same age as his colleagues. And I saw some very clear-cut ways that he gave these individuals who were my coworkers benefits in the job. The benefits that I saw were they were able to take long lunch breaks. They were able to leave about two hours early from work. They were clearly buddy-buddy with the boss. They had a relationship outside of work. And they had a demeanor where they were looking down on me uh, as being a young person in the role. I think ageism is reprehensible. If you are looking at somebody who's older and you're thinking they can't handle the work, or you're looking at somebody younger and you're thinking they can't handle the work simply because of their age, that's 100% wrong. And I was more than capable to handle the work, but I saw a level of favoritism happening between myself and these other coworkers. And the truth is, I hadn't at that point yet learned how to really manage up. That's the truth. There is a way to manage up toxic bosses, or there is a way to manage toxic colleagues as well. But it does take a level of finesse, and I wasn't there yet. So what happened? I found myself feeling extremely stressed because the toxicity was also coming at me in terms of micromanagement. Micromanagers are the worst type of managers. It's clear that they don't trust their employees because they will often check in to you far more frequently than they need to. And that check-in that I was getting from my boss there was really frequent and really, really uh, coming with an energy that was extremely rude. I felt that he didn't have decent manners. He didn't have respect for me as an individual worker. I had an office, which is amazing for someone who was 21 right out the gate getting an office uh, where I was working. And I often had the door open or slightly open. Sometimes I'd be eating my lunch and I would have the door slightly ajar. He would never knock. He would just walk right in. So right there off the bat, I saw a lack of respect. He didn't feel the need to knock. So when you're working in a space and someone just walks right in, if you're taking a break or whatever, that can come off as rude or um, condescending, especially when they come in in the middle of your break and they're giving you additional work to do. And that was often the case. I would find myself getting piles upon piles of work that actually should have been done by the people that he was allowing to go home early. And it's maybe even possible he was hazing me. I I don't know. Maybe that was something he was doing. But it wasn't fair treatment. He wasn't treating me fairly. But more than that, the toxicity really ate into me in the way he criticized the work I delivered. I would complete the work, and he just did not know how to communicate how to improve without adding various put-downs to me. Of course, that would naturally make any person feel extremely stressed. And in this particular scenario, I knew that 
I was not going to be in the role for a very long time. I planned my exit and left, but many people can't just leave like that. Sometimes they're in a position that they really love, they love the work, and you know they don't want to leave the job, but they have to deal with the person. Obviously, one of the ways is leaving, but that's not really always going to be the way you can handle it. And that's why I'm going to be talking about some of those tips right now. Uh, before I get into that, though, I wanted to just point out some clear ways to recognize when you're dealing with someone extremely toxic. And as I said before, number one, they're rude. They're disrespectful. I would also say they could come in and be extremely confrontational. Uh, confrontational aggressive, that would be number two. I would say that often, if there is a problem... These people love to blame others. And I saw that with that toxic boss that I had. If he had done something wrong, he would never take ownership. Because a good leader always takes ownership because leaders are really working to serve the people they're working with, to improve and to motivate. And if they're not taking ownership of problems that occur and they're pointing fingers, then you're dealing with somebody who is really just looking out for their own skin in the game. Another way to recognize someone who is toxic is they're always unsatisfied. Unsatisfactory mannerisms and um, behavior and words is very negative in a work environment. It makes you feel very low. If you bring work product to your colleague and they're constantly putting down what you said or you did or how you presented your work or how you spoke or whatever project you put together or the presentation and they're just saying, oh, you know, you could have done a better job. That's underhanded, rude but also showing a disdain for your work product. Another way you'll know someone is toxic, toxic is when they behave like they know literally everything. Nobody knows everything. I think it's clear. We know that. But some people love to act like they know everything. Another way you'll know is when they are using negative language, sarcasm, or ridiculing you, tearing you down in front of others, humiliating you. I mean, those are much more obvious. Or they are controlling. They try to make you do certain tasks when it's not their job to tell you what to do. Or a boss who's making you do more than the others around you. And you can also tell if somebody is toxic simply by looking at their body language. Body language tells you so much about a person. You can tell simply by the way they're standing, the look on their face. Are they smiling at you or are they looking grim when you approach? Are they using body language that's open? Do they have their hands out or are they using folded arms? Is their back hunched in, withdrawn when you approach? You know, you can tell when people want you around and you can tell when they don't want you around. So let's move right into what are some of the ways you can deal with this? What are some strategies? And the first strategy I would say, and this is definitely the hardest, especially if it's impacting you deeply, it's to find a way to get yourself to rise above and not... Um, get yourself into a position where you are being instigated into openly fighting. So some people love pushing other people's buttons. 
what could happen? What could go wrong? Someone can come in and say, well, that's not the way you should be doing it, blah, 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 and have some kind of a tone with you. And if you're not really a typically cool and calm person, that can come off as a, I guess, a cue for you to respond or retort. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to be in a position where you're acting on impulse or, you know, a, a reflex that, you know, in your personal life, you may respond to somebody when they insult you. But in a professional setting, you really can't. You really want to maintain calm and you want to maintain emotional intelligence in the situation because you know that if you respond in a aggressive manner, then you become the aggressor. It doesn't matter who started it. It's going to be about who ended it. And you also don't know if this person is trying to trap you. You could very well be defending yourself, and the next thing you know, they're saying, well, you know, this person raised their voice at me, and, you know, I just feel like I don't feel comfortable in the space because of this person. Meanwhile, this the person who's saying this to you all along was the aggressor, and now they're blaming you. So you want to be very careful about allowing them to get to you and allowing them to incite some type of, of response from you that's not aligned with being professional. Next, I would say, and this is very important, you don't want to take things personally. I think it's very hard when you're really dedicated to your job not to take things personally, especially when you put a lot of time and energy into your work. But sometimes people love putting other people down because they know that they have an effect on them. So the moment you show that they can affect you, they're going to take that opportunity to impact you. So you don't want to show your hand or show your cards in terms of how you are managing this emotionally. You want to always come across as calm and you want to come across in a way where you're not thinking about what they're saying at home. That's hard sometimes because we go home from work and sometimes all that stress that's been pent up and built up at work, you might even take that out on your family. Don't do that. I mean, the best way to exert all your frustration is maybe get yourself into a kickboxing class or go to the gym, run on a treadmill, do something to exert all of that energy in a positive way. And remember all the positive things that you have going on in your life. Another way that you can manage this is to remind yourself you're not by yourself. Often, when you're dealing with an aggressive personality type that's toxic, you are not the only person that they're being rude to. You may have other colleagues in the office that they're being rude to. They are more than likely going to uh, have their demise happen faster because they are not maintaining professionalism themselves. So you have to remember to tell yourself some positive affirmations that you're not a crazy person, you're not a bad person, you're a positive person. And this is not your issue, and other people are also dealing with this, and you have to remember that. Another strategy that I would use that really works well is try to detach yourself a little bit from the emotions that come at you in the moment when these things happen. And the way I would visualize that is really take a moment and 
Imagine yourself looking as a third party at the situation, as if you're like a viewer on TV. You're watching what's happening from the outside. Imagine you're watching National Geographic and you see this person acting so difficult and ridiculous and you're just like, hmm, this is a subject of the human species. How interesting. And you don't allow them to impact you. You look at them as just a character, like a character in a book or in a play, and you imagine yourself as just a viewer, not a participant. That can help you disassociate yourself from what they are trying to do, which is incite your, you from reacting. Finally, I think it's really important to recognize that whatever is happening during your work hours, it's temporary. You may or may not be leaving your job in that very moment, but you may in a few years leave, or it's only for eight hours a day that you're dealing with it, maybe 10, or maybe you can find ways to cut back on spending time with that person as much as possible in the work environment. But it's really important to consider that the people who irk you the most in these environments, literally 10 years from now when you look back, you may not be really worried about it. So I try to look at the big picture in all of this. I try to consider that, okay, this person's got a lot going on and they're clearly taking it out on me. They obviously have something that's amiss in their life. And, you know, I'm only here for a certain number of hours a day. I have a roof over my head. I have food to eat. I have a good life. I'm thankful to have a job. I'm thankful to have all the basic necessities that require me to survive. And I am not going to let something that is happening during just a small number of hours of the day, maybe even just a few minutes of the day, ruin my entire day, week, month, or year. I understand that toxic people can be very, very difficult because I often did go home myself crying when I was dealing with these kinds of people. But eventually I was able to start building up myself and starting ha starting to have some thick skin. And that's really important, all of this, to build up some thick skin so that you are able to separate yourself from these individuals who are really living in a depressed state. They're not happy themselves, and that's why they take these things out on other people. So in, to recap, let's go over the, the few things that you can do, the few strategies you have. The first strategy is really to try to be the bigger person. You don't want to stoop to their level. You don't want to let them rile you up. And then the next strategy is not to take what they are saying or doing personally. It, it can be easy for them to hurl insults at you, underhanded remarks, be sarcastic, passive-aggressive, but you don't have to accept that as truth for yourself. And then, you know, remind yourself that you're not alone. There's other people in the job who also may be dealing with this. Maybe, you know, you're dealing with a client. Guess what? That client, eventually, you're not going to be dealing with them anymore. It's going to be for a short amount of time. And then use emotional detachment. Don't Look at the person as someone who can impact you. Look at them from the vision of, I'm separate from you. I'm a viewer of what you are. I'm watching you as you behave this way. You look ridiculous. And I'm just here to enjoy the show. Look at it from that perspective. It might help you. And finally, don't forget it's temporary. I know that it's really hard to deal with these people. I completely understand that 
you know, maybe these strategies are not enough for you. Maybe you're like, this is just not going to work. I can't. I really have to get myself out of this situation. And if that's the case, go ahead and find a better job. <laughs> find one where you can make more money and you can get a better、uh, position and you're elevating yourself up. And, you know, you may still have to deal with toxic people in the next place you go, but at least you're getting paid a little bit more and maybe it'd be more worthwhile in that place. But if you can't leave, Try these strategies out, and I guarantee you're going to be in a better place. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And please, if you found this helpful, I would appreciate if you could share it with somebody. And I will talk to you again next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Career Path Angel Show with Angel Mary. Something you want to hear Angel talk about on the show? Contact Angel through Instagram or TikTok to let her know. Hit subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode and be sure to share it with your friends. Till next time, stay confident, stay positive, and never give up.